0: Joining me in the studio now is Professor David Bell. Good morning, how are you?
1: Good to meet you, Chris.
0: Thank you, and you. And uh, you are from the university's Art History Department? Uh, no, from College of Education. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. That's why it pays to check. <laughs> uh, and I have invited you here because uh, you are giving an, an inaugural professorial lecture yep. uh, on the 16th of July. Uh, about a topic that I'm super interested in, uh, uh, which is why Hokusai's Great Wave matters. Um, can you tell me without giving, uh, <laughs> giving your lecture away uh, why it does? We can talk till the cars come home, Chris. Um, it's largely because it's
1: it's considered by many to be the representation of Japanese visual culture mm. um, all over the world. And it's recognisable in most parts of the world. It's the only artwork in the world that's been made into an emoji, um, which is a So it status. has. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Go figure. Um, but also, I, you know, I think... Uh, Hokusai, even in Japan, Hokusai is the principal artist that Japanese children learn about at school um, as representing the history of Japanese art. So Hokusai himself is an extremely well-known artist and a very prolific one. And this is one of around about 22,000 artworks he did in his career.
0: Wow, and so it's a a woodblock print, so he would have carved... He didn't do it himself. He des- right. he designed
1: the prints. There was a four a four part process. There was a publisher involved. There always is. Um, there was the designer Hokusai. There was uh, a team of woodblock cutters because there's about thirteen fourteen color woodblocks involved in in, mm. in making this thing. Uh, and then there were a team of printers, and they would print up to two hundred a day. Wow. um and we know that this has sold many times that many um in fact it's still in print so e- even since
0: 1833 right and uh, what's the history behind the image because it's you see Ah, oh, there's so much to dissect. You see the, the tininess of people in yeah. front of the, the awesome forces of nature. You can see Fuji peeking behind, or I'm not sure if it's Fuji, sorry, but there's a mountain in the background, uh, birds on the wing and the tininess of the boats. Uh, what's the historical significance? Was there, does this represent like a particular storm or was it, It's not a particular storm, although what it does represent is
1: a part of the Japanese Inland Sea, one of a number of parts that are particularly treacherous. Right. And Japanese shipping in 1833 was typically done in these small, narrow boats, carrying cargo, carrying fish, and so on. Fishing boats were much the same, a little smaller. Um, So... We have this. We have this really interesting engagement of people against the sea. Not the same thing as as English Romanticism. There's no sense of the sublime in Japan. Yep. This, is, this is just real life. Really, yep. sometimes we get swamped. Uh, but the other thing, I think, that uh, there are two other things that are interesting. One is that uh, it is something New Zealanders can relate to, a land where you can never get away from the fact that land meets sea. Yep. And that that defines your cultural frameworks you're working within. But the third thing is the more interesting, and that is that the large part of the picture that we can't see is the historical context and that is the highway between the imperial government, uh, or at least the the imperial throne uh, in Kyoto as we know it today and the seat of the shogun government in Edo or Tokyo as Mm. we know it today and again you can't see them but the town of Hakone in the east is on the left behind the wave and to the right behind the other waters is Kamakura, which is one of the most famous, historically significant uh, uh, mountains in Japan. Uh, sorry, towns in Japan. But the real interesting thing is that this isn't a picture of a wave at all. It's a picture of a mountain. Right. And it's one of 46 works. Uh, each of which was published in the series The 36 Views of Fuji. Clearly it was pretty
0: popular. That's the, the book that I was thinking yeah. of that I misnamed so embarrassingly ah. <laughs> before we came on here. sorry.
1: Ah, yeah, okay, so, well, he, he was, he, he, well, he, we assume he was commissioned by a publisher, otherwise the works would not have made it to print. Mm. But um, he was, the original arrangement was for 36 views. But it was clearly very popular and he continued uh, further 10 works to make it 46, uh, keeping it on the market for an extra
0: year. Yeah, So how is it that, because Hokusai is a prolific artist, there's um, I have decks of cards with his prints on the back of it that I bought when I was in Japan. Uh, What is it in particular or was it his eye, or was it the fact that because it was uh, the printmaking business, it was it was quite popular, so people could buy art. Um, I think that the, the the
1: the rationale behind the printmaking business was that. The aristocracy wasn't the primary audience for art anymore.. Right. Um, it was a popular audience of the middle class. They weren't as refined in their tastes as the aristocracy had been, but they were literate, the highly educated men and women through mm. that period. Um, though there was a huge number of them, it was arguably the most populous city in the world by then, and they were they had some leisure time and plenty of money. Right, and they spent it in pleasures like the Kabuki theatre, in particular, and these woodblock prints, which were made to be some. Some were published after two hundred prints; they disappeared from the market. Uh, others sold for five, ten thousand over over a period of a year or more, um, and then were the blocks were recut and they were reprinted subsequently. So they were wildly popular. The other thing is they were cheap as chips quite literally right so the people who bought this the lucky people who have possibly still got it and want to sell it for half a million probably paid about the same as a bowl of instant noodles for it wow so so very cheap and and seen as ephemera
0: yeah abused enjoyed and thrown away so surely there must be other works of Hokusai's that didn't, yeah, go on yeah. to to claim or to to raise such promise. Uh.
1: He he did everything. He really? um, he worked in almost every subject area that there was in Japan, even down to designing wrappers for the corner store for prints. Wow! I mean, it's it's the equivalent of doing a Jimmy's pie bag. Yeah, it's, you know. It's, um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Equally, arguably, as iconic. (laughs) As iconic and (laughs) a lot healthier. (laughs) Wow, that's amazing. Uh, So your lecture is on Monday the 16th?
1: Monday the 16th, 5.30, Archway
0: 1. Great. Uh, And it's open to the public. Anyone can come? Anyone at all can come. All welcome. Wonderful. Uh, And those who can't make it, it's being streamed live, which uh, I was quite interested in because I'm not sure I can make it.
1: It'll be streamed live, Chris, and it'll be archived afterwards for open access.
0: Great. Uh, And for those of us who don't know, I went to an inaugural professorial lecture when I was in second year. More than a decade ago, but I basically just went for the snacks. Yeah. Um, what is an inaugural professorial lecture, <laughs> and how do you get one? There are there are snacks, um, though you have to
1: really have good to, snacks. <laughs> I should I should <laughs> say for memory. I'm looking forward to those. I'll be ready for one after the after the lecture. Um, the these lectures they're, they're they're quite a deal, and they are presented to celebrate. Uh, promotion to professorial uh, status, obviously, um, but also I think, you know, there's, a, there's a, always a subtext, and I think it's a celebration of the communities we work with within the university that make our, the, the, the sheer ability to research in any area like this mm. possible and fruitful. Right. You know, a a much rewarded and respected element of university life.
0: Yeah. uh, I, again, I just showed up for the snacks, but was amazed (laughs) at the quality of the snacks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So, well, congratulations. Uh, I look forward uh, to your lecture, and thank you very much for your time this morning. Thank you, Chris.
1: Good luck. Cheers.